Welcome to Grace Among Us, the podcast where we unearth the many faces and places of grace and share stories of the power of grace in our human lives. Our desire is that this will inspire you to see grace in your own life and share it with others. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Ebony. Good afternoon. Same to you. My name is Ebony Gilbert. Here to talk about grace today with Carrie Richard. Uh, Carrie, you want to introduce yourself or you want to uh, jump in? I'd, I'll just say, hey, I'm Carrie Richard. I'm a mindset coach. I help people make space and enjoy the ride. I love, love, love talking about all the different faces of grace. And there are many uh, with my dear friend, Ebony Gilbert. Yeah, today feels a little bit more challenging than other days to talk about grace when there's so much going on in the world, our worlds, our individual worlds, our collective world, um, with Israel and what's happening with the Palestinian people and the, the ways you show support when you don't really, when you feel conflicted on both sides. And then on a more personal level, we have some really dear people in our life who are experiencing some what feels to be undeserved challenges. Um, and we've all been there where you're like, how did this happen? Didn't see this coming. I, how do I step in out of this? How did I get into it? So I'm thinking today, Carrie, about peace. How do you access this peace? that you have to find a way to live in, dwell in, get to when you don't really understand. You don't understand the parts you do understand, you don't agree. It feels unwarranted. It's not merciful. It doesn't feel just. Um, but we're, we're, we're taught to lean into a peace that surpasses understanding, it goes beyond understanding. And that's easy to quote, yeah. I don't think it's as easy to live in when you're conflicted and confused and upset, even upset about some things. And I want to ask you, what's been your experience with this peace that we have to find and get to? How do you search for it? How do you identify it? How do you fall into it? When you get a little bit of it, how do you keep it? And is the presence of peace the absence of all that other stuff? Or can they coexist? Wow. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boom, my boom, gosh. Boom. Woo, that was so good. I was going to, before you even asked the questions, I was going to say, Ebony, that is some juicy. There is a lot there. Um, yeah, that piece that pass surpasses all understanding. And I love that you said it's easy to quote. You're absolutely right. It feels good to quote, like, oh my gosh, that's available to me. The peace that surpasses oh, yeah, all understanding. And like, often if I'm in the midst or I'm hurt or hurting or afraid or uh, disconnected, it's like, yeah, that's great. How the heck do I get that? That and that peace, that peace that, um, you know, some sometimes I can equate it because I'm human, that feeling of safety. And especially when my world feels like it's falling apart 
where there's tragedy going on, you know, uh, it's it's a reflection of a lot of what's going on on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. We're part of a bigger system. Yes, yes, co-regulation. Uh, you know, you you ask the question. So, how do you how do you get there? How do you get there when you're in the midst? Oh, I want to read something to you. Okay. Before you answer that. Oh, good. So this this piece that passes all understanding comes from the Bible. It's Philippians uh, chapter four, starts in verse six. But um, I, I want to read you what it says in the two different versions. The contemporary English version, and then I'm going to read in the Good News translation. Awesome. The contemporary English version is, and the verse before this says, stop worrying about stuff. Yes. Be anxious for nothing. Stop worrying. But then it goes on to give you a little bit more instruction on how you do that. So the contemporary English version is, then you belong to Christ Jesus. God will bless you. With, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. So in that version, God's going to bless you with it. No one's going to understand it. And that will guide your perspective, your thoughts and feelings going forward. And then there's the good news translation, which is, and God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding. So it's not like you're waiting to understand it. It's beyond our capacity. God's peace, which goes beyond anything we can imagine, far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. So it's talking about the closeness. There has to be the closeness, the safety of that closeness that gets you there. Now, having said that, how do you find it? Oh my gosh, now it's even, oh, okay, and we're done. No, I'm done. I, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh you you talked about the connection so for me when i am in fear or i'm afraid to lose something or i'm afraid i'm not going to get something or i'm hurt by someone something some situation and uh when i'm in that place i am not connected so the first disconnect so the first thing i need to do is i need to pause i gotta have the faith to stop take a deep breath say a prayer lord i don't know what to do with this lord i'm hurting lord i can't see a solution like i have to stop and what I've found is some other things that are helpful for me is to remember that I have a very short view, I have a very small view or a limited view. And when I'm in that place of being in reaction to what's going on, I have an even smaller view. And I have to remember that God's got a much bigger view and is working for my good, even if I don't believe it. I don't even have to believe it in that moment. I just, you know, I just have to be open to it. I love that. I love that you mentioned the connection in prayer because the prior verse, verse six in Philippians chapter four, which I did not read first intentionally, 
before you can get to that peace that's beyond human comprehension, there's a verse before that that says, and this is in the Good News Translation, don't worry about anything, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. So if you need help with your unbelief, that's the time to ask. If you need that peace and you can't find it, that's the time to ask. But always ask him for what you need and ask him with a thankful heart. Absolutely. That's the supplication part. It's, you know, go ahead. When I ask for something thankful, like when I hear that, ask with a thankful heart, it's with with the faith that it's coming. You know, the the beginning of my journey, um, the journey that's got me here was probably 17, 18 years ago. And I've I've touched on it in other podcasts. You know, my life kind of like fell apart. And a friend gave me something I wrote down and it was like, I choose joy. I may not see it, but God provides it. So I choose it. And that changed everything for me. It didn't change it overnight. I guarantee, you know, but every time I was in that place of like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I can't do, I can't do this. Like I, you know, I would pull that note out of my pocket and it's like, I choose it. I can't see it. I don't feel it. And it's the same thing we're talking about right now. It's like God provides that peace but I gotta be willing to ask for it. Gotta be willing. I, I've I've talked about this before, and thank you for saying it took some years, over a decade. This was a continuous. It wasn't like you get a, a whole truckload of peace and it just falls at your door. No, the pile adds on each time. There's Absolutely. a little bit more you get, and a little bit more. I um, I've talked about this before, but probably not from this perspective. I remember the day I got peace. Hmm. I tell can me. tell you the specific day. Tell me. Um, I was with you. And we were at a mountain retreat. And I asked for forever healing prayers. And I didn't believe it. I wanted it. But I was thankful that I had this opportunity to have friends with me who would agree with me and pray for this and who believed probably some more so than I did. I was grateful for that moment. So we we prayed with gratitude and thankfulness and with sincere petition and being humble. And I went home and I didn't sleep well that night because I was overwhelmed by the day. But from that day forward, I have slept every night, barring, you know, major whatever, but I have not had sleepless nights due to a lack of peace. Now, let me say this, my situation did not change that day. I came home to the same problems. Matter of fact, there was no solution on the horizon for a good another two months. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get an answer or a phone call the next day about, oh, at the time I was, you know, in the throes of stomach cancer. There was no real solution. There was no help recovery plan. Nothing happened immediately in my tangible environment to spark this. It was absolutely a blessing. It was a gift. It was handed to me. We asked for it. And I got it and I received it and said, I'm not letting go. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't had peace moments that weren't peaceful. That doesn't mean I haven't had problems or other issues. But I can tell you that something about that day and the way we prayed and the way we believed 
was a miracle for me. And I have navigated a life completely different since then. It changed my perspective. It changed how I see things, how I think about things. Um, and I remember it. Now I have to get refills and go back up to the Phillips station and get more peace here and there, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I have to recharge and plug into the outlet every now and then and get that union and that connection back. And But that day, and it started with prayer, changed my life, my peace life. Yeah. And that is grace. Yes. I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. I can't really explain it to you. I Nor, don't know, there was and here's, here's the great thing. Nor do you have to. And I have friends who say, and I can't. I can't. I can't. So, it was okay, in the least great. likely place with the least likely people. And... <laughs> Tell That's you more true. about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember the day. Yeah. And I, to your point about it taking 17 years or so, this didn't happen on that day. Let's be real. This was, I'm at the end of my rope. Yeah. And I, I don't know what else to do. Now, it probably could have happened earlier, but I wasn't in a place to pray from that place before that day. Um, it's almost like saying, well, I graduated on blah, blah, blah day. No, you took you 12 years to get through school to graduate, you know? Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's a, it's such a, so what a beautiful example. And you're, it's that, okay, so I, this is, I'm trying to get the words around it. You're, you're absolutely right. It didn't happen. Like when I got that note and it was like, I choose joy. Like I didn't, I didn't feel that joy for quite some time. However, I see God in my rearview mirror, and I can tell you that that was a major turning point in my life. And so it's how do you continue to walk the path? And sometimes for me, by, you know, by God's grace, I have some evidence, just like the story you just told and your experience that you just told, I have some evidence. So if I'm in the midst of one thing, I can also pause and step back and go, okay, how has God blessed me before? Because what, I, what I've learned about God is that, like, God is the constant. He'll do it again. Exactly. Us humans, we do one thing one way one day, and then we do one thing one way the other day, right? Mm -hmm. It's different. Like we'd, where I all speak for myself, I am not great with being constant. I changed my mind. But although I don't understand all of how God works, uh, I don't think he changes it up. No. Yeah. So that is, that helps me to be like, you know what? It's worked before. And I don't know when I'm not, it's not my timeline, but if I keep putting feet on my faith. Because he's faithful. Oh, he's oh, the, the chief always. example of what faithfulness yes. looks like, right? Yes. yes. And he's going to keep his word. And if he did it for me that time, he'll do it. So you become your own witness. Oh, beautifully said. You're absolutely Carrie right. is her star witness. <laughs> I'd like to call Carrie Richard. To I'm going stand. to testify on my own behalf. <laughs> yeah. And I can see it in your life. Yeah. But I know what he did for me. Exactly. Exactly. And to the same point, 
if you uh, if you are listening to this and you do not have a lot of evidence, please talk to somebody who does. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're happy to provide evidence. I used to be jealous when old people would say things like, oh, I've seen him do it or he did a miracle. And I thought, how, how old do I have to be before? <laughs> Where's mine? Like, is, <laughs> like, is this an AARP thing? Like, what is you mean to tell me I got to wait till I'm 65 to feel God's presence? You know, I seriously, just being totally transparent, I used to get really frustrated. Like, well, when's it my turn? And to your point about seeing him in the rearview mirror, there were plenty examples. Yeah. You know, I was waiting on Mount Everest, but if you've ever done any amount of hiking, you can hike up a good hill and feel the burn the next day. <laughs> it doesn't lessen your hike because it wasn't Everest. I was waiting for this Everest blessing or this Everest miracle, this Everest peace. And I got it that day, but there was so many other things. So to your point, if you're out there and you're thinking, I haven't had my Everest. I haven't my, had my moment. My burning bush. My burning bush. That hasn't happened yet. Somebody has. And you can trust that God doesn't have this favorites game he plays with people. Ask for it. So verse six, ask for it. Ask for it with gratitude, with a thankful heart. And verse seven, be prepared to accept the blessing that you can't comprehend. That's the other, that's the big one. That's the big one because I, I, you know, again, this is personal opinion. Um, when I ask, it's done, it's, it's done. done, and I got to catch up to it. I got to either you'll reject it if you're not careful. Exactly, I have to be open to it because it doesn't come again. Here we are back to I don't understand. I don't have all the information. I'll never have all the information. Mm-mm. So if Do you I'm, want it. I'm no, I don't. I don't. And if I'm looking for it in a specific packaging, I'm screwed. Because again, this hindsight, uh, it comes, it doesn't come the way that I even think it would come. So I stop thinking. Save yourself some worry. Yeah. Yeah. That's in that verse six too. Stop worrying. Yeah, to not be anxious. Stop worrying. You know, I I heard something a few years ago. This is one of the first Bible verses I memorized in Sunday school. And I used to feel like, gosh, I worry a lot. Like, am I just constantly over here sinning? And then I heard something. (laughs) I'm worrying about worrying. (laughs) I'm worried about worrying. And I heard something uh, a couple of years ago that kind of gave me a little bit of freedom. It talks specifically about that verse, which says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. I heard something and it, it reframed that for me. It said, hey, this God's not saying that you're not going to worry. He knows how we're wired. He knows who we are. He's saying, when you come to me, when you come to me to ask me for these things, you can't be worried about whether or not I can do it. Yeah. You can't come doubting and questioning whether or not you're going to get the blessing you're asking for. Come believing. Stop worrying about all that stuff in the world and show up at my doorstep and say, hey, God, I need you, big guy. And these are the things I need. And now I'm going to take peace and I'm going to take a little bit of 
sanctuary in the fact that you're going to bless me with what I need, even if I don't understand it. And I probably won't. So I thank you for it right now. Right now. I'm thanking you now for what you're already doing that I might not actually see in the physical until whenever. Yeah. But I'm going to sleep in it. Literally, I'm going to have some peace and sleep in it. Yes. Right now. Yes. That encourages my soul. Me too. Me too. I I like images and I have this image of like, uh, you know, God standing there and I am like, I am running around in circles in worry, like looking everywhere but God for the answer, looking within myself, somebody else, if they just change, if this would just be different, if these people wouldn't like believe what they believe, then this would all not be happening, blah, 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 right? And it's like, then all of a sudden I finally stop and like tug on his robe or God's robe, whatever, you guys create your own image. But it's like, I have to stop and then I have to ask for help. Yeah. And say- It's like that lady in the Bible who's like, I want to touch to him of his garment. Yeah. He already knew it was wrong before she even opened her mouth, just from the touch. Yep. Yep. If I could just get close enough to have that union, that connection, that recharge, just to touch. Yeah. And, And I don't have to be anything but what I am and who I am in this moment. I don't have to get ready for it. I don't have to be extra for it. I just got to slow down enough to ask and be thankful. So we thank God for the peace. Yes. That is beyond human comprehension. That surpasses all understanding. And we're going to continuously go to him in prayer with gratitude, already expecting and believing it. And you get to define what this peace looks like for you. For me, it's sleeping at night. For me, it's laughing. I'll go even more granular. For me, it's laughing at silly stuff because there was a point in my time where I couldn't be silly because I was so riddled with worry and anxiety. Yeah. If I could take a minute to laugh at a commercial, I'm like, oh, that's that's a little bit of what peace looks like for me. I love that. That's so uptight, you know? So I thank him for the peace. I thank him for you. And for everyone listening, and I am always more than happy to share my Everest moment, but I thank them for the hills and the mountains along the way as well. And the little bumps along the road. The, the speed bumps. Yes. The I rug ain't... in my hallway that I trip over every time I walk past it. <laughs> it's gonna, perfecting my balance. I'm going to send you some tape. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I just... Uh, I just want to celebrate and give glory for, you know, the the peace that's sleeping at night for sure. Mm-hmm. And also just that uh, space in me that can walk outside and look at the leaves and the wind blowing in the leaves and just have pure joy. Get ambushed by joy. I can't make it happen. But man, sometimes it just shows up. Just like in this moment, getting to talk to you, all that came about, I just, my heart is full. As is mine. It's such a beautiful time of year. Get outside. Get outside. There's a a tree in my front yard that's red right now. How the heck did that happen? Uh, (laughs) I understand it. 
the good I would Lord. love to have read it this time, but it, it, it's just a little <laughs> reminder in the morning when I open the blinds. Hey, that guy turned. Could turn anything else in my life. Absolutely beautiful. With the season is right. All right, Carrie. All right. You got something else? You want to close this out? You're good to go? No, that Have was just, it? that was so good. I'm all done. Thank you, friend. Thank you, too. Grace out. Grace out. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. We love to hear from you and share it with a friend. Also, please be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. We hope you're leaving with another pointer to grace, a new perspective that will light it up in your own life. Until next time, be well, be bold, be kind to yourself, and be on the lookout.